Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If we're all kind of looking at how to deal with the gas increase, the prices, uh, yeah, maybe carpooling or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little trick myself that uh, I've arranged with my local gas station where the, uh, the guy that works there, him and I are trading favors behind the dumpster. <laughs> A little discount on the gas. This is how I'm dealing with it. There's a lot of pumping going on. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like a buck sixty-six is what I saw this morning. I filled up uh, yesterday, knowing it was going up. My car was already it was at half a tank. Cost me close to seventy dollars even then. So that means for that jalopy I drive would be about like a buck forty to fill it up, and it's supposed to go. If it was empty and to fill it up uh, full, and it's supposed to go up like another eight cents or something, yeah. up over a. It's already at a record high now, and then looking at another eight cents by by the time uh, the weekend hits, like into tomorrow. So uh, crazy lineups at the pumps, I guess, uh, probably again uh, today mm-hmm. uh, as people kind of panic to get it, and uh, and it's just it's nuts. Kelly texted and said, "Remember the early '90s when panic hit when it was jumping to sixty-five cents?" Mm-hmm. And I remember. Uh, you know, when it first hit a dollar, <laughs> you know, people go on, this is, this is nuts. Yeah. Right? We were thinking of giving away gas as a promo here for like 94 cents, right, at that time. And that would have been a break, a yeah. bit of a break. Now, that would be ridiculous. I wonder, uh, too, for families, as March break is uh, coming around, if anybody was planning on, like, driving to Florida. You know, because getting over the border uh, right now, you still have to do the uh, the rapid tests and all of that. But I think it, it, it feels like, and I'm not sure I haven't driven over a border in a very long time between the U.S. and Canada, but it feels like maybe it's easier to go that route than flying, that there's more kind of restrictions still or whatever in the air. But, boy, the cost. Can you imagine just to get to Florida, the, just the cost of the gas alone? Right. Start walking. Yeah. Well, and those who, listen, if you've got summer plans mm-hmm. uh, and you were thinking maybe an RV, <laughs> you know, driving that like a gas yeah. guzzler that happens like that, or, you know, those that have boats. I mean, I know it's a luxury, I'm sure, first world problems, but when you're, <laughs> it was already close to $2 a litre right. on, on the water. Can't imagine what it would be now. Well, you know, what will play to our favor, I guess, is uh, with the cost of gas going up. We could probably both go get a great deal on a couple of used Hummers. <laughs> giving them away now. Still see people occasionally driving those. And they're like, wow. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't given up on that thing, huh? Right. Yeah, I wonder what the mileage is like on that. You know, when it clicks around 20, 25 liters per hundred kilometers. <laughs> you just Ooh. have to... Uh, you have to have a gas station literally following you around right. uh, at that stage. Anyhow, it, it's going to be like this uh, for some time. The only little trick I do, and it's, I'm probably not any farther ahead, but now that I've filled it up, um, I'm going to wait till it's like maybe down to like three quarters full and then go back and drop in another 20 bucks or something. And I know that'll probably be like every other day, but it'll feel better than dropping like 80 or 90 or $100. Yeah, I, well, I mean, in the end, the math is, is likely the same. You're still, yeah. you know, driving the same amount, using the same amount of gas. It's just if that feels better to you. Hmm. Crazy thing is, is if you got to sit and wait in order to do it, right? Right. Then you know how many times are you be willing to do this? You know, post, people posting pictures of their gas receipts yesterday or of the pumps nearing two hundred bucks 
to fill their trucks. And then, I, I guess the line at, like, the Ajax Costco hmm. was, like, almost a half hour long. I, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that I could do it. I mean, if you're getting premium, I think it could save you, like, over 10 cents a liter. Mm. Which, you know, in in the end, it does add up. It's, like, six bucks on the average 60-liter fill-up. But uh, that's still insane to think about waiting half an hour to get well, gas. When it gets dark tonight, I think I'll be uh, trolling my neighborhood with a jerry can and a straw. Well, I, I, I was going to say, we might be at that point. Someone's going to try to have that kind of yep. gas stealing going on. Yeah, I would think that's the case. Or more and more people are going to be looking at electric cars. I think it's really going to... I know, like, in our kind of search for a vehicle, not that I have made any commitment to an electric car, but I certainly have started asking the question about does it make sense? And I was talking to a family member who sells cars, and I go, you know, I, I can't imagine in my lifetime that I'd own one, but probably my kids will. Uh, and he said, no. He said, your next vehicle, like your, after we get rid of the most recent car, uh, he said, your next vehicle will probably be a hybrid of some sort or electric. Right. They're just coming on so fast. Yeah. And and with the cost of, of, of gas now, uh, you know, how could you say no if, if a deal came along? It just... Uh, it's just insane. So um, do me a favor. Uh, if you happen to be near my gas station anytime around 7 or so in the evening, just look the other way because <laughs> what's going on behind the dumpster is not pleasant. <laughs> now, Lucky, you are one who, uh, when your phone rings, even if you don't recognize the number, you'll take that call because you think it's somebody calling out of the NHL somewhere. Yes, not always, but, but I, when I see where it's from, mm. I will look to see where it's from. And if it doesn't start with a V or a letter... That's an odd one. And yeah. it's from uh, uh, an NHL city. Except for <laughs> my, Winnipeg. My ego. No, even Winnipeg. You take Winnipeg? I'll listen to the conversation. <laughs> I don't think you'd take a Winnipeg offer. <laughs> uh, there's a woman in Australia. Uh, she ignored her calls all the time. And I I do that. I never answer a number I don't recognize. And if it... it because my... Feeling is, if it's important enough or they need to get a hold of it, they'll leave me a voicemail and I'll right. get back to them. Like, even if it was somebody in the NHL, they'd leave you a voicemail. You would think so, but you never know. You never know. I don't want to miss that call. Uh, so this woman ignored all her calls, and she was getting a number showing up, like, day after day for several days. She just kept ignoring it. She finally picked it up, and it was a lottery calling her to let her know she'd won $70,000. Wow. She bought a ticket for a draw, forgot to check her numbers, and so they tracked her down. Now, would you, you know, if that number repeatedly was calling you, would you answer it then? No, it would make me more determined not to, especially, again, if they're not leaving a voicemail. Right. Now, okay, I might... You know, like, what if it's uh, David, he's stuck somewhere, he's got someone else's phone? Well, he'd leave a voicemail. And you'll listen to that voicemail right away? Because I'm guilty of not listening to the voicemail right away. As soon as it pops up as a voicemail, I will check it out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. You love your voicemail. Well, it's there for a reason. Right. I don't understand. What, what is it about people now and their hatred of it? Well, because... It takes too much time. Usually, what is said in a voicemail could be said in a text, right? And if you really... If, if I really need to get a hold of you, rather than leaving a voicemail, I'll leave a text. Or... Vice versa. If I'm calling you out of the blue mm. and it's not a big deal, mm. I won't leave a voicemail for you. But I'll just text you and say, no rush. You may call when you get a chance. 
Yeah, I, and that's all fine. I just don't get the, 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 the thing of people just won't even check. They can have hundreds of voicemails. Oh, they yeah. won't listen to them. Because we're so, well, because we're so precious in our time. Oh. We'll wait half an hour to get gas yeah. and save, you know, two bucks. But when it comes to, oh, do I have to press the call voicemail button? And then I maybe I have to enter my code. And then I got to listen to what number it was that called before mm-hmm. I hear the message. And it takes me all of five minutes uh, to hear a 30-second mess. We really have to get over ourselves. Plus, I guess uh, the problem, too, is we're so narcissistic to have to listen to somebody else talk about themselves for 12 seconds on a voicemail is too much for us to take. It's, it's the newest version or the latest version of uh, meetings that could be an email, mm. right? Who wants to sit through a half-hour meeting when you can really all wrap it up in a in a one or two paragraph email. And see, my opinion with the voicemail is uh yes, I agree nobody likes to use it, but if somebody does, it must be important enough for you to listen to. Mm. You know, uh again, if if some random number calls and keeps not leaving a message, then it's really not that important or they know that I'm not going to get back to them especially if they're a scam. I wonder if we but some of those scam ones and maybe this is what has turned people off of the voicemail is that you know, you go through the process of finally listening to the voicemail and you get like the second half of a of a what is just a scam message, right? Oh yeah, you'll get those. Yeah. 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 No, I just I my my intrigue of what's on that voicemail, because you, you can't get harmed by listening to a voicemail. Right. right. You take a call from somebody and you talk live with them. Who the hell knows what they're recording or getting off of you? Right. Well, and I think that's why people prefer text in that. If if, if you know me, mm. text me. Because I, I know I'll get a text from people I know. Well, I congratulate this woman for finally uh, taking that call. I mean, I know I've had... Uh, so they wouldn't leave her a voicemail? I guess not. Which is interesting, too, right? You think they, she's won money. You think the person on the other end, maybe her voicemail wasn't set up. She is an old. That's a woman. frustrating one too, and you're when you're waiting, you know, to yeah. leave a voicemail for someone, and it's either inbox is full or not oh, set up. That's really annoying. <laughs> when, when they've got so many messages, and I would assume your voicemail on your phone probably can hold a lot of messages. You would think so, and you're too busy. <laughs> Get over yourself. This is shocking. Who would have figured this? A new study found people who live close to bars. Tend to drink more. <laughs> Shocking. <clears throat> it's uh, specifically looked at the drinking habits of parents with young kids, but it probably applies to the rest of us too. If there are bars or restaurants close to where you live or work, you're more likely to pop in for a drink. Okay. But this part's interesting. If there's a lot of bars or restaurants close to where you do your shopping, you won't necessarily drink more often, but you're more likely to drink in excess when you go. And whether it's conscious uh, conscious decision or not, the data suggests that a lot of people even choose where they shop based on where there's an opportunity to drink. Wow, that would be you. Yes, <laughs> and I have a perfect example of that. So when we lived in Windsor and any time family would come to visit, we'd always end up in Michigan and going to the outlet malls. I had found the outlet malls with the most bars and restaurants surrounding them. Right. So I would drop them off at the mall. It usually was around lunchtime, uh-huh. and I'd say, I'm off to Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wherever I was going. So, yes, I, because uh, walking around a mall shopping, I would rather have a toothpick up my something. Right. Um, <laughs> so, 
then I guess if you live out in in you know not even the burbs like the rural areas. Is it saying you don't drink as much, or you guess you don't go out to drink as much? Probably you don't go out to drink as much. Right. That makes sense, too. There's been times where you're like, oh, man, if i got to put everything on just mm. to go out and grab one, ah, forget it. Like, I know, you know, uh, I'm not that far of a walk from where the Tartan Tavern used to be, now soon to be a, a Bullock's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a, an Oshawa staple. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have... I have walked there, like on a nice summer day. I think Marie and I have strolled over and had a pint and walked home. But if I lived right across the street, it would be trouble. Right. <laughs> it would really be trouble. Like in that plaza, I remember when I first moved there and I found that plaza. There was uh, the Tartan. There's an LCBO, and there was the grocery store. And I would literally, when I'd go over in the afternoon to get stuff for dinner. I'd start at the Tartan, I'd have a pint there, I'd stroll into the LCBO and grab whatever I needed, right. and then into the grocery store at home. It was perfect. I could even swing by the shopper's drug mart and get my pills. You got everything. <laughs> uh, when it comes to relationships, which one of these statements do you think is more accurate? Uh, generally speaking, do opposites attract, or do birds of a feather flock together? Mm. Meaning, uh, are you better off being with someone that you have, like, almost nothing in common with, or somebody who has a lot of the similar, same interests and lifestyle traits as you. Right. And I know that from my marriage, Marie and I have nothing in common. <laughs> there is not one reason why we should be together. But I, I, I have honestly, and I do believe, that your friends, the people that you hang out with uh, through a good chunk of your life, those who become closest to you, usually do have a lot of things that aren't similar. That's, I think, what attracts. Right. If you're around somebody all the time with all the same interest and the same stuff, I think that would get pretty tiring and boring. I think so, but there might be a comfort level to it where you're just like, okay, if you don't like to get outside your bubble, mm. uh, then, then that's what you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. Whereas some like the opposite because it pushes them to be, not somewhat that they're not, but mm -hmm. at least to get out of that comfort level yeah uh well i guess it's probably why you, you see so many people from different cultures who will stay within their own culture because it's uh, far easier to uh sometimes there's family pressure and more that yeah. goes along with that too yeah. though right yeah oh i'm sure the lovely maria's mom when she saw me stroll into the house was not happy <laughs> are you kidding where's anthony <laughs> <laughs> not another one of these munja cakes anyhow like you look at even with your your children, right? Like I, uh, you know, we all we're not willing to admit, but we uh, we do have favorites. <laughs> I mean, D David, my youngest, I love him to death. Wouldn't know life without him. Uh, he's so similar to me. We drive each other crazy. Right. Like we have butted heads uh, gotcha. a lot more than I ever butted heads with his older brother Daniel, who is so similar mm. to his mom. You know, and, and I think that's a, just another example of it. Right. Well, yeah, and I guess it, it, it's how you deal with certain situations. I think everyone's got their similarities and their differences, mm. right? But if you uh, are, you know, if you're both people that panic, you know, that won't work out very right, well. Right, right, right. You know, or if you're both people that just kind of fly off the cuff, that probably won't work out very well. There has to be the yin and the yang. Right. Yeah. Like, in your life... Do you find your you love your children more or you, the ones you have with the hider? 
Wow. Which ones do you like to spend more time My with? goodness. I mean, obviously, the ones you had with Adrian cost you more money, so that's got to be annoying. Definitely Like, so. do you have the other two in hockey as well? <laughs> Four of them playing hockey? You need that Rogers money. <laughs> this story uh, might be one of the greatest examples of why dudes are just dumb. We, we just, we got no filter. We don't think things through. There's a woman who's been trying to get pregnant. She went on Reddit to vent about a very dumb suggestion her husband came up with. She's 34, he's 37. They've been struggling to conceive. So her younger sister, who's 30, recently offered to be the surrogate and carry the baby for them. Right. Then the husband started looking into how much the whole IVF thing would cost. Not cheap. And suggested... He just get the sister pregnant the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Can you imagine that conversation That's an over interesting conversation. <laughs> Listen, we can save some money. Yeah. Hear me out. I got an idea. <laughs> so obviously he wants to boink You can be in the room. <laughs> you can watch it all. There'll be no uh, romance here. It'll... Right. Uh, he wants to get busy with her, obviously, and, and he doesn't think it's a big deal, but his wife is not into it. Oh, shocking. <laughs> and won't even ask the sister if she's willing. <laughs> now, her husband, on top Come of... Come on, just take one for the team. Yes. Literally. Unbelievable. Now, he, he went an extra step. Not only did he suggest this asinine idea, he got angry when she said no. And he claims it's just because he wants kids so bad. Right. Okay, buddy. Let's, <laughs> let's go with that. So bad, but not bad enough to pay for it. Yeah. Now, listen, there are many, many men out there who have sister-in-laws who I'm sure they have looked at and thought, <laughs> boy, <laughs> I have a thing for my sister-in-law. But you keep that to yourself. Right, Yes. <laughs> but these are extenuating circumstances, Craig. Unbelievable. This is for the good of the family. And I don't know. It's only for procreation. Like, what's worse? Okay, so a lot of women do step in as surrogates. And sometimes uh, a, a woman will have a, a, her best friend or somebody she knows, maybe a, a, a cousin or a niece uh, or a sister. Out of all of those options... Like, saying to your wife, I want to get busy with your sister, right. must be the worst. <laughs> it's all just business. We're going to get a baby out of this. Boy, Thanksgiving would be awkward after that, too. <laughs> yeah. Even or stuffing. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.